Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Reclaim Podcast. I am your host, Leah Van Dolder, and I am so excited to talk about seven healthy meal ideas that you can whip together in 10 minutes or less when you don't feel like cooking. Because we all have those days, right? When we come home and we're exhausted and the words that kind of roll out of our mouth is, oh my gosh, I just need something quick and easy. However, the pitfall right now in your mindset is that quick and easy looks like pasta out of a box or, you know, toast or a frozen pizza or takeout. So I wanted to share with you seven healthy meals that I whip together when I don't feel like cooking, because I don't know if you knew this about me. Yes, I'm a registered dietitian, but guess what? I don't enjoy cooking. Like that is like, I do not get any enjoyment out of cooking. I do it because it's a necessity. And also, you know, really going from the mindset of like food is fuel. So these seven ideas that I'm going to give you, they are so nutritionally balanced. They are so satisfying and you can literally whip them together in 10 minutes or less. So let's get rolling here. For those of you who are just joining this uh, podcast, or maybe you are, have been here for a while, but I just want to take a sec to introduce me and share a little bit about my story. You know, I was, uh, I started in the nutrition world working as a clinical dietitian, and I learned real fast that I did not like the clinical setting, right? I work in hospitals, I worked in long-term care. And to be honest with you, I did not like feeling uh, a cap or limitation in terms of my income, uh, in terms of my role and my capacity. Like that just didn't fly for me. I knew that I wanted more. I wanted to feel more fulfilled and I wanted to basically do whatever I wanted to. <laughs> like sky's the limit in terms of what I did, the, you know, the income that I could make and, you know, designing that life that I wanted for myself. Like I did not want to be in a hospital 40 hours a week, like barf. <laughs> that just did not fit with my life. And I know a lot of you can relate to that too, right? Like we start to reevaluate what we want, uh, what, we, what we want our life to look like. And in this virtual world that we're living in now, there's so much more flexibility. So yeah, I decided to go all in and I took that big leap of faith about three years ago. I went uh, all in on my business. I built an online uh, coaching business. And I mean, fast forward to today, like I'm a multi six figure entrepreneur uh, with a coaching business, but I also invest in real estate. So me and my husband have multiple uh investment properties where we manage these people and you know provide living for for people across across Canada. We've got a handful of uh handful of uh, spots. But I'm telling you this because you know I don't want you to think like oh listen to her just pumping up her own tires like no. The reason why I'm telling you this is if I can do it, so can you. Like there is nothing stopping you from creating the life that you want. It is like, to me, I have found that taking personal ownership and really, um, you know, taking that on is quite empowering to me. And also recognizing that your health is a big part of that. And, you know, to me, without my health, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I want to share with you and really, um, you know, inspire you and, uh, you know, motivate you in the sense of you do not have to compromise one or the other. Like you can have success in your family and your business, but you can also have success within your health. You know, you, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It's enough for compromising and settling. Like you can have it all. You can absolutely have it all. 
And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do is really helping you, helping you achieve the healthy, happy, balanced life that you want for yourself without settling. So let's get into these ideas that I have for you. And this is actually from one of my clients in the Reclaim Coaching Program. She asked me the other day, she's like, okay, struggle's real. Like I'm getting home from work. You know, she's a high level exec and she deals with a lot of people, right? A lot of you do. You deal with a lot of people in difficult conversations and you're using your executive function in your brain a lot. So you need something that's quick and easy and doesn't require a lot of brain power or your time uh, when it comes to the end of the day because you want nourishment um, and you want to feel good about your choice. So let's talk about the first uh, things, like let's get into the first three things here. One thing that I find is super helpful is having these things in the house, because when you need a healthy backup, like the stuff's got to be there. Creating a healthy food environment, that's going to make it so much easier to make the healthy choice the easier choice, right? So for me, one of the things that I really like doing when I don't feel like cooking is pulling out the magic bullet and making a smoothie. So to me, having protein powder, having Greek yogurt, having frozen fruit in the freezer, like those are staples that I'm going to have in the house every single week. Those things go out on my grocery list every single week. So in my smoothie, I like putting, you know, about a half a cup of Greek yogurt. I put a scoop of protein powder. I put probably about a cup of uh, frozen berries, put a little bit of milk in there, cows or, um, you know, almond milk. And I put a tablespoon of flaxseed there. Easy, done. Buzz that thing up. Like you got yourself a a balanced meal within five minutes or less. And these are some of the things that I think about when it comes to having a dinner, right? Like a dinner, we kind of get stuck in our thinking around like, oh, dinner like has to look like a meat, potato and salad, but it doesn't. It doesn't have to look like that every single night. And I know some of you are like, but my husband or my partner, you know, they, they are like meat and potatoes guys. Guess what? Like my my hubby is too, <laughs> but there's some times where he's not around for dinner or, you know, you can even use these for a lunch, right? You can use these ideas for lunch too. So challenge your thinking a little bit, be open, be open to a different perspective and be open to these suggestions. So smoothies, number one, second one, I really like doing salmon cakes. So Canned salmon is one of those things that I get in the house every single week. So I grab a couple of cans of salmon. I really like getting the boneless, skinless ones. Like the Atlantic salmon is so good. Like this is so good for you. And I dump it in a mixing bowl, put in an egg, put in some, uh, a little bit of breadcrumbs. And then I just put together patties and fry them up in the, the frying pan on stovetop. Now you've got these healthy salmon cakes or salmon patties and I top it with a little bit of tzatziki put some fresh dill on top and if you don't have fresh dill you can buy it and, and store it in the freezer like a little shaker uh, thing of dried dill so that is an option for you as well helping you think outside the box a little bit my husband laughs at that one he's like oh we having our wartime meal again <laughs> but whatever it works so salmon cakes having a side of veggies and dip with it, like baby carrots, baby cucumbers, a little bit of uh, hummus. I'm, I'm loving dill pickle hummus these days. And yes, that's a thing. But that's a simple and healthy meal idea that you can whip together in like 10 minutes or less. Third one, omelets. Pulling out the eggs, right? Like it's crazy how quickly we forget about eggs at dinner time, right? But again, it's like challenging your thinking. It's like eggs don't only have to equal 
breakfast. They can be used around dinner time. And I really like putting together omelets or frittatas, right? You, you crack, you like pull out your frying pan, put a little bit of olive oil in there, some uh, garlic, and then crack a few eggs. And then you just dump all these vegetables in there. So for me, I really like grabbing like a handful of spinach, um, chopping up some peppers, some onions, some mushrooms, tossing that all in there. Other uh, variations I've done is grape tomatoes and asparagus, like such a great combo. Sprinkle a a little bit of parm cheese on top, or you can even use nutritional yeast, which is a kind of like a vegan, um, cheese, if you will. It tastes really great. It's got that mild cheesy flavor and it melts really nicely, especially when it's heated. So that could be a really great topper to a veg omelet or frittata. So don't forget about eggs, ladies, because they are quick and convenient, right? (laughs) You can whip together an omelet in 10 minutes or less. It literally is the same amount of time or less as you grabbing a box of pasta and boiling it on the stove, right? So quick and easy, doesn't have to equal pasta, okay? The quicker that you can get that out of your head, the better, because it opens up your mind to different options and alternatives. The other thing that I really like doing with egg omelets is having a side with baked or having a side of uh, baked beans. And I'm not making my own over here. Like I'm the gal that buys the canned baked beans in tomato sauce, not in syrup because those are wickedly high in added salt or added sugar, excuse me. So I buy the baked beans in tomato sauce and you just take them out of the can and you can either heat them up in the microwave or you can put it in a pot and heat it up over the stove. Cool. Done. I am a queen of these pantry express meals. And like I said, like you don't have to enjoy cooking to like whip these things together. I kind of like to use the thought of like food is fuel. This is a privilege for me to be able to grab these quick and easy foods from my fridge and put together a nourishing meal for myself. It puts you in a different uh, headspace versus like, oh my gosh, like here I go again. I have to make something, blah, blah, blah. Like we can easily put ourselves in this weird, funky and ungrateful headspace. Um, So it does make it a little bit easier to, you know, get yourself in the kitchen when you remind yourself that, you know, the healthy choice is the easy choice because you have these things in your your home and it doesn't actually take you a bunch of time to whip together these quick and easy meals. If you're digging this episode, if you're digging this podcast overall, take a sec to go rate five star and review. It really means a lot to me uh, for you to hang in here with me. And it honestly helps the growth of the podcast uh, with these five star ratings. It helps the growth. It helps the production of these every single week. So thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate it. So I got four more ideas for you guys. The other thing that I really like doing is a Greek yogurt parfait. So again, when I'm thinking about a quick and easy meal, I'm always thinking about a fruit or a vegetable. So kind of think like produce and protein, produce and protein. When you combine those things, like you got your bases covered in terms of fiber and in terms of protein. So this Greek yogurt parfait, I'm really choosy about the Greek yogurt or Icelandic yogurt that you can choose. I get 2% milk fat or lower. 
So whether, uh, you know, you can do zero or 1%. Uh, and I look at brands that have minimal added sugar. And just a side note, Greek yogurt, like you're going to see sugar in them because there's lactose. Lactose is a naturally occurring sugar in dairy products that's going to be there unless it's a lactose-free brand. But even when you buy a plain Greek yogurt, like you're still going to see maybe six or seven grams of sugar in like three quarters of a cup. You don't have to freak out about that sugar. It is naturally occurring from the lactose. So I just wanted to put that out there too, because there's so much hype about sugar and going like sugar-free and all that stuff. But the naturally occurring sugar found in even plain Greek yogurt, you don't have to freak out about it. It's okay. You want to be aware of the amount of added sugar in Greek yogurts. And typically this comes from, you know, the flavoring. If you're doing like, you know, you see like the the key lime pie or like the, um, the strawberry or vanilla. And some of the Greek yogurts out there, they have like, oh my gosh, I've seen high as high as like 28 grams of sugar. I mean, sure, maybe six of them is from naturally occurring, but then you get a solid 20 plus from added uh, sugar. You don't, you don't want to be buying those ones. You want to be buying the ones with single digits of sugar. So I really like the brands. Um, Ziggy's is really good. S-I-G-G-I Ziggy's. Um, and Liberté is a really nice one. So when you're looking at sugar on your Greek yogurts, look for like if you can get uh, 10 or less grams of sugar, you're golden. So grab some Greek yogurt. Um, and like I said before, produce with uh, protein. So you get a good kick of protein from your Greek yogurt or Icelandic yogurt, but you want to pair it with the produce. So I really like pairing it with uh, berries. Frozen berries are awesome. Uh, I also like putting, you know, sliced banana in there, chunks of apple. Uh, kiwi is also really good. Um, man, those are some of my favorite fruits. And instead of loading it up with granola, because again, granola can be pretty high in sugar, uh, depending on the brand. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some good granolas out there, but I really like to think about granola as a topper rather than the main event in my bowl. So, you know, using like a couple of tablespoons or a quarter of a cup of a low sugar granola, or I really love the Kashi brand of cereals. So using like a quarter of a cup of that as the topper on my parfait. I hope you guys are writing all these down too. <laughs> Take notes, put it in a, make a note in your phone. Um, and like having these things top of mind, because you're going to get home someday and you're like, oh man, like, I don't know what to buy or I don't know what to make. And then you can think like, oh yeah, Lee, give me that list of seven things to, to make when I'm not feeling, you know, feeling the best to, to make a meal because these things you can whip together so fast. And I'm sure you're noticing too, that these are like, these are doable things. These are simple options that use real food. You know, I'm not telling you to go to five different grocery stores to get all these crazy ingredients. These are back to basic nutritious options for you. And this is what it's all about. And this is what my approach is all about, right? Like it's helping you make these little tweaks to your current habits. And I love doing this thing called habit stacking, right? Like I was talking to one of my clients the other day. She's like, this habit stacking thing is like such a game changer. We started working together about four months ago. And, you know, we looked at her current habits 
what she was doing. And I said, all right, like, here's a couple of things that we can tweak to, you know, boost the protein, boost the fiber, reduce a little bit of sugar, reduce a bit of alcohol, maybe modify the amount of exercise that you're getting here and there and how to inject it, how to make it work with your busy schedule. Like we don't do a full on diet rehaul because you and I both know that doesn't work so long. Like you can maybe get away with a full diet rehaul for a couple of days, but like you're looking for sustainable. You need sustainable modifications. You need tweaks and you're looking to stack on these habits so that you don't feel wildly overwhelmed with, you know, starting on your healthy and your, you know, sustainable weight loss journey. You're looking for like you're looking for real life solutions. And this is what it's all about. So habit stacking and starting with small tweaks and getting comfortable with those can go a long way. Like, you know, my client the other day, she's like, man, it's just been such a game changer, right? Like I feel incredible. She's lost 30 pounds since March and she was, you know, starting on her weight loss journey before uh, working with me. But, you know, she, she said yes to working with me because she's like, I just need to level up. You know, I've got a decent handle. I've started to lose some weight, but I want to make sure that I'm doing this in a healthy way. So we really leveled up and uh, she's at a point where she's, you know, she's down 30 pounds. She's feeling energetic. Her sleep is so much better. She's just feeling so much better and more comfortable and confident in her skin. And, you know, she has totally unraveled the diet mentality that she was stuck in for years, for years. So this can be your reality too, right? And if you want to learn more about working with me, check out my show notes. There's an application link there with a four-minute program video. Uh, the Reclaim Coaching Program is my signature offer and I am taking new clients for, for this month. So check that out and uh, send me a message on Instagram if you want to get going with this. All right, so we talked about the Greek yogurt parfait. The other thing that I find is really helpful is pulling stuff from the freezer. And I'm not just talking like, you know, uh, like a bag of French fries or something like that. I'm talking pulling some soups or chilies that you've made ahead of time and are sitting there waiting for you. This is something that I strategically do probably every month where I take you know, probably an hour of my time on a Saturday or Sunday, and I make a big pot of chili or a big pot of soup. And then I individually portion it and put it in the freezer. And the intention there is, you know, having them there for the nights that I don't feel like cooking. So I pull, you know, one or two of those out and then, you know, defrost them in the microwave or stick them in a pot and then have those ready. Like that's a 10 minute or less meal that is at your fingertips. And I was talking to a woman the other day and she's like, how did I never think of individually portioning soup? She's like, I would just put it into a, you know, a big container and stick it in the freezer. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're doing it all wrong. So you don't want a big brick of soup hanging out in your freezer. You want to take those individually portions Tupperware container and freeze them that way, right? That way that uh, like they're easier to defrost and they are just ready for you. And they're much easier to grab, right? So that's a quick and easy meal idea too, is like, yes, there's a little bit more prep work involved, but I mean, you invest an hour of your time in a big pot of soup. You could get eight portions out of that. That's eight dinners over, you know, it could be like a month or, or two months. So that's another really good one. The other one that I find kind of rolling with uh, the frozen foods 
Like I definitely have frozen pizzas in my, in my freezer. And I really like buying a thin crust veggie pizza. And I really like the brand Dr. Oetker's. That's one of my personal favorites here. Um, so buying a couple of those when they're on sale for like, you know, $4.99, uh, get a couple of those and keep them in my freezer because they are ready to eat in 10 minutes. You know, you throw them right in the oven. The reason why I buy a veggie pizza is because with a lot of the added toppings that they put like, you know, um, like pepperoni or the ham or chicken and stuff like that, they can be really high in saturated fat and salt. So what I do is I put my own protein on top. Edamame beans, those are awesome to throw on top and I keep those in my freezer. You know how to cook them. You just pour a pour boiling water over them and they're cooked in a couple of minutes. So those little edamame beans I find are so helpful. Pop those on some pizza. Uh, The other thing that I often uh, grab is like a rotisserie chicken, right? Rotisserie chicken and throw some uh, pieces of rotisserie chicken on top of the pizza or kind of going back to the strategy that I just talked about. Like I will definitely have one of those days where I barbecue up like six chicken breasts, cut them into thin individual slices and then freeze them in individual packages. And yes, you can do that, ladies. You can freeze cooked chicken. So having those in the freezer, I find that's really helpful. You can pull those out and use them for like wraps or, you know, in this instant pizza. So I'll throw the chicken on top of a pizza to boost up the protein again. And I know I'm kind of blowing your mind here with some ideas, but they, you know, it just shows you that quick and healthy eating, it is doable. It's totally doable. The last thing that I really like doing is salads. And I am, I'm definitely a person that buys bagged salads, but I'm going to tell you what I do differently with them because not all bagged salads are great. Like if you were to put all the toppings on your bagged salad, then you've kind of just made a healthy option and not so healthy option because a lot of times with those dressings, like they're quite high in added sugar or, or salt and added fats. Um, and even the toppings too, like you get these little bits of bacon or like, I don't know, these white crouton bits or whatever it is. And they make your, you know, they make the the salad <laughs> an unhealthy option. So here's what I do. When I do buy the bag salad, I will strategically look at the, um, the amount of the dressing that I'm using. So say for the poppy seed dressing, like I'm not going to use that whole bag of poppy seed dressing. Like you could get away with using a quarter of it in one portion for your salad. So that's one thing that you can use being really savvy about how much dressing that you put on your salad. The other thing that I do is actually mix that dressing with a little bit of plain Greek yogurt that really uh, you know, bulks up the protein. It also makes that dressing go so much further. There's this bag salad that I buy a lot. It's a dill pickle, um, yeah, dill pickle one. And the, the bag of shredded, uh, you know, lettuce and radish and kale, it's such a healthy mix, right? But then you get this, um, like this little package of white croutons, which I actually chuck in the garbage. I don't even use those because there's no nutritional value there. And instead I grab some roasted chickpeas. You can buy them, right? The Good Bean is a great brand. Uh, Three Farmers is another really great brand, but I just take roasted chickpeas as a replacement of the crouton. Like the chickpea is the crouton. So I've got my 
you know, greens in the bowl. I throw out the the cheap croutons, put roasted chickpeas on top. I also like grabbing a rotisserie chicken and throwing a few pieces of that on top. And then with that dill pickle dressing, doing a half and half mix with plain Greek yogurt and then the, the dill pickle dressing. Or there's also this thing called dill pickle hummus, which I had mentioned earlier in this episode, but I'll mix some dill pickle hummus in with a dill pickle dressing that comes with the, you know, the bag salad. That's a way that you can really level up your bag salad. So those are some ideas. I hope this gives you some, um, you know, some inspiration within the, the kitchen because you can absolutely eat healthy even when your energy levels are low and when you are pinched for time. And again, guys, I'm taking new clients for, for February. Maybe hearing this episode has really, you know, helped you understand that healthy eating does not have to be complicated. You know, it can be back to basic and making little tweaks and modifications to your nutrition can take you a long way. And getting guidance from a professional that has been doing this for over a decade, um, you know, that's really valuable. So yeah, check out my, my show notes. There's an application link there to learn more about my program. Uh, you know, you can apply to work with me or if you just want to head over to Instagram and pop me a message in uh, the DMs. I am so excited to hear from you. Tell me what you loved about this episode and uh, yeah, tell me a little bit more about your, your goals and we'll see. We'll see if we're a good fit. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in today and take five seconds of your time to go rate five star and review this podcast. It means the world and I will catch you next time. Bye.